All right, everybody, you have heard me talk about this organization a number of times on this podcast. For years, I have wanted to have this guest on my show. You know it is true. Don't laugh at this, all right? Folks, I get a chance to knock off one of my top 10 again. This will be the third one this year of my top 10 list of guests I've wanted to have on this show. And this individual definitely is on that list. Um, This organization is one that I've been proud to support for a couple of years now. Uh, Back when we did radio, we supported this organization and this podcast will always support what Christy Gibbs and Construction Angels is doing for the blue collar community across the country. If you want to feel inspired, if you want to feel like there is good in the world, if you want to feel like there are people that still give a damn about each other, then this is going to be the podcast for you. I could not be more pleased to introduce my guest today, Miss Christy Gibbs with Construction Angels. Hey, Thank Christy. you so much. You're right. You've been trying to get me on and I was a little camera shy, but I'm here now and thank you for the opportunity. Well, you know, you are camera shy. I've gotten that before from you, but every time you get on camera, you deliver, you you represent your organization so well. I know that for some of my viewers, they're like, finally, we get to finally hear about this Construction Angels thing that Patrick talks about on the show. Uh, for those of them are not familiar, what is Construction Angels? Tell us about the good work you're doing for, for the trades, for the blue-collar community across the country. Sure. Uh, Construction Angels is a 501c3 nonprofit charity. We started 12 years ago in South Florida. We're now in 24 states, and we provide immediate financial assistance and grief counseling to the spouse and children that are left behind when a construction worker has a fatality on the job site. So besides the immediate financial assistance and trying to help them out emotionally, uh, we do offer scholarships for, for children. Um, one is for children that have lost a parent on the job site. They can apply every year um, through us that we will provide them with assistance, whether it's college, vocational, or trade schools. And then we're trying to retain our kids in the construction industry. So that's another way. So if a kid is trying to continue their education in construction or follow, follow in mom or dad's footsteps, you know, then they can apply through us. It is such a beautiful thing what you were doing because I really want my, my audience, listeners, viewers to understand this. You are actually, you're, you're meeting these families after they, probably their worst time. We're talking where a father, a mother, wife or husband went to work to go work on a construction site of some kind could be on the side of the road could be building a bridge a roof siding we're not sure but they went to work that morning and then they're not coming home at night and oftentimes that's the breadwinner for that family and so now what we're looking at is what is that family going to do now construction angels is literally stepping in and helping them make rent funeral expenses the things that people never want to think about you're helping them with right christy right that's so special. Thank you. It feels special. It's honestly the uh, the best job I've ever had. It's the most rewarding job I've ever had. Um, I can give you, I can tell you something. Um, yes, we do reach out to the families, and yes, that's an emotional phone call. Uh, but we actually got one of our board of directors that way. Um, Shannon, who lives in Illinois, like you were saying, her husband went to work that day. He pulled over on the side of the road to t- tie down his load. And he was hit by a car, and he didn't come home. And this woman was so passionate about slow down or, you know, move over that she actually started 
um, like a fundraiser for this type of thing in Illinois and had no idea that Construction Angels existed until a friend of hers down here in Florida said, could you help? And we did. We donated money to Illinois, although we were not in Illinois at the time. And she said, oh, my gosh, I had no idea that this existed. I would love to get involved. I'd love to tell my story. It happened to her, and now she's been a board of director for three years and got us into the state of Illinois. See, there are so many people that don't know this organization exists. And I think the other problem, Christy, is they don't know the need. There's a statistic. I think that individuals out there may think, okay, well, you know, what is, how often does this really happen where an individual passes away, dies tragically on a job site? What are the numbers for how often this happens across the United States? According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, it's approximately 4.5 construction workers per working day in the United States that are killed. And you're right. People in our own industry don't even know how many fatalities. I myself was in construction. I'm a third generation of an asphalt family. I did, you know, that was like a playground to me. Go, you know, watching my family and what they did was awesome. That's really how I got into this. And um, when I was at the World of, Tra- World of Asphalt Trade Show in 2009, I met a woman who was collecting money for another family. She's collecting money for one of our own. I assumed one of our own was the name of a charity. And um, I asked her, what is one of our own? And she said, well, a construction worker was killed and he left behind a spouse and children. I thought, oh, my gosh, that's terrible. You know, so I donated to her and I assumed uh, that name of the charity existed in when I, went to, when I went back to South Florida, I started looking for this charity. I wanted to raise money for this charity. I had no idea myself about how dangerous our industry was and that there was that many fatalities. You know, like you said, these are people that go to work and then they want to come home to their families and all they're doing is their job. Yeah, you know, the, I've used a statistic that you told me before as well. 4.5 is just unbelievable. It truly is, because I'm in the industry, and I talk about it almost all the time, and I couldn't believe that number when you told me. The need for an organization like yours is just, well, it's, it's a need. It's a necessity. That's the best way to put it. And the other statistic that you told me once, I'm not sure if you remember this, but all my roofers out there, just homeowners, I want you to think about this. Four out of five people who fall off a roof, it ends in a fatality. Do you remember talking about this? And so what happens, though, is, when you fall off of a roof, people panic, and they start putting their arms out there. They start flailing, and then what happens is they die. They break their neck. They, something happens right there, and yet, unfortunately, many people don't take it seriously on top of a roof. You know, it wasn't you. It was a guardrail company. They had come up with the guardrails for a commercial property. Four out of five, the roof falls, and so when I think about that, I'm thinking to myself, okay, individual falls off a roof, Christy. I would love to think that insurance money kicks in and they get a nice million-dollar payment from that big GC company that they were working for or that $30 million roofer that people like to brag about. But what I know is this, is that attorneys get involved. And I saw this with a family, and it was so disappointing to see that you helped. Um, this family was, they needed a GoFundMe page. I'm not going to go to the details about it, but it was, a, it was actually a roofer. And you, we, had, we had to speak Spanish. They were only Spanish-speaking. Do you remember this family? I don't know. Yep. You would think that that family would have gotten all the attention from the roofing company, but attorneys get involved, and then the attorneys go, no, 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 you're not going to speak with this family. We don't want to admit fault. We don't want to say I'm sorry. We don't want to say anything. And so that family is left without answers. They're trying to figure things out. They don't know where their next paycheck is going to come from. 
and you step in there and you go, we're going to find a way to get you money. Not only did you do that, you found a way to get their family money so that they could have a funeral that they needed to have back at home, if I remember this case correctly. You found a way to make that happen. And I just tell this to people because you think somebody else is going to take care of it. Somebody else will, will be okay, will make it okay. But for many of these families, there isn't somebody else unless there's construction angels to step in and, and, and do this work. You know, um, there's a lot of great companies out there, and there's a lot of large companies out there that can afford it. But we've even helped out an owner of a concrete company here in Florida that was out on a Saturday. Um, I think he was doing a sidewalk, you know. He never came home, and he didn't have personal insurance on him as an owner. And I remember uh, it went and hand-delivered the check to the family. Um, but there's a lot of accidents. You know, we talk about safety. There's a lot of accidents that can be um, that can be avoided, and that's what we train for. Then there's a lot of accidents that we can't help. You know, there's drivers out on the road flying past you. They're speeding in the in the work zones. There's texting and drunk drivers. And then there's Mother Nature. Speaking of, you know, roofing, we helped out two guys who were uh, struck by lightning. You know, um, a few years back in Florida for a roofing company, and we helped them. You couldn't have, you know, you couldn't have guessed that somebody would have been struck by lightning. There was also a tornado here in Orlando where a truck was picked up, a striping company, picked up by a tornado, smashed down, killed the driver and, and his buddy next to him, you know, who worked for the company, lived and watched and went through this. So, you know, you have to think about not just the families at home, but the people that they work with are pretty much family. You know, you, you work with them almost more than you see your family in construction. Yeah, you know, as you tell me that, I can't help but think this, and I know you probably share this with me because you see it as much as anybody in the world you see this, which is how fragile life really is. You know, we take it for granted that we're going to get up tomorrow, that we're going to get home from work, but the fact is you may not. And for many of these guys who are on top of roofs, as you said, or they're doing these dangerous jobs that people take for granted, there's no guarantee they will come home. And so many of us are living paycheck to paycheck. I think the statistic is somewhere around 50% of Americans can't put their hands on, you know, 500 or $1,000, whatever it is. And so that family is going to need help. And when that person doesn't come home because there is no guarantee that they do, you step in there. And it's not easy. You go around the country. Tell me about this. How do you even get enough? I mean, we're talking thousands of dollars here. It's not like you're handing them 150 bucks and saying, go get some groceries for the night. I think, you know, I've heard from you before, it's thousands of dollars you're able to give these families. It begs the question a little bit, where does this money come from? Who helps put this together for Construction Angels as a 501c3? Uh, great question. So right now, you know, and the number keeps going up as we grow and more money. So no, more supporters, more money for each family. Right now we're at $7,000 that goes to each family. We also, if they do not have a spouse or children, we do uh, $2,000 in angel support because, you know, a mother or a brother, somebody has to pick up the financials or, you know, ship the body somewhere or, or do something. And I know it kind of sounds morbid, but then there's uh, we pay up to $1,000 in grief counseling, which if you think a session might be $100, that's 10 sessions, you know. So uh, we want the number to increase. I believe the cost of a funeral is about nine or $10,000 right now. So, And, you know, our industry it pays really well. You know, I know that there's a lot of kids that, you know, they want to go to school and then they have their mindset on college, but then you have to 
pay that college loan back. But, you know, our industry pays really well, and we go out there, all of our construction associations, trying to recruit and keep kids in our construction industry. It's a hard job, but I can tell you I was born and raised in it, and I've always wanted to be in it, and I guess I'm staying in it. You are staying in it. Not only that, you're making an impact. Folks, we're here with Christy Gibbs, Construction Angels. Um, they're giving payments to the, fa- the families of fallen construction workers, and I could think of no better person to have on this show. So you're getting this stuff from from contractors, from people in the industry, from those who support contractors, developers, um, builders, you name it. Companies, unions, construction associations, the 811s around the country. And then, um, you know, there's many ways to donate. And obviously, we do a lot of fundraisers. We've done a lot of golf tournaments, clay shoots, 5Ks. You hosted a 5K. Um, And a lot of those companies donate. Individuals can donate. Uh, But we also look for hosts, you know, somebody that wants to host a fundraiser for us. For example, um, you know, because we're national, we're in 24 states now. There's companies like John Deere that's hosting golf tournaments. Uh, United Rentals has a golf tournament. Miss Utility, which is an 811 in Maryland, has a golf tournament. So these people are actually hosting it, and they help us bring the people to the event. We can actually help organize the whole event as long as the people come, as long as the people come to the event, you know, that have the passion for it. And honestly, it doesn't need to be a big name. It just needs to have somebody with a heart and wants to go out and has passion for this industry and says, hey, I'd like to do a fundraiser. And once people know and understand what the mission is, we've had a lot of support. A lot of our events sell out way before the tournament even happens. I have seen that. It is inc- I think what happens is that people, Christy, they finally start to, they, they get word of what your organization does, and they go, I never even knew that existed. Right. And then they're like, I want to be a part of that organization. I'm going to give a challenge right now. There are some people right now. Um, let's see here. Uh, I'm going to start with Dmitry Lipinski. Let's start with people like uh, um, TJ McCormick over there and... Uh, Chris Scoville, I'm talking to you. Uh, Lee Haight, since you're fighting over there with uh, with um, Dimitri, I'm talking to you. Um, I'm going to tag some people in this portion of it right here because I want these people to hear what you are doing, understand the kind of work that you're doing for construction workers, and, and that you need a platform to be able to reach more of the roofing community because the roofing community needs to be involved with this. Right. Is this like um, the ice bucket challenge? Yes, I'm That's telling great. you. So I want I want these guys who I know, who I work with, to, to get involved with you, okay? They all have platforms of their own, um, and they have contractors that follow them. But there is just not enough people who know, one, the severity of this problem. As right. we said, you know, 4.5 every four point five men and women every single day, every construction every working day. Working day. Right that are tragically lost on a job site, Mm -hmm. you're giving them the cash payments that they need to their families to get them through the toughest time that you can possibly imagine. You're you're literally, and the name says it all, construction angels. You know, but you you touched on something that there are other fatalities that we don't know about too, and they don't complete our assistance request form. People assume that our charity just gets fed this information, and I wish we did, because we'd be able to help out a lot more people. However, what we need is for people to go onto our website and complete the assistance request form. It's about three to five minutes. It could be the contractor. It could be a wife. But we need more people to know just like you. And they fill out, and then we send it to the committee. They approve it, and then we send out a check on behalf of our entire construction industry from the people that are helping support our cause. If you're a contractor, then you know the importance of staying organized. 
You've got to make sure that your marketing, your sales, your production, and even your post-production are able to talk to one another. If you don't, you're going to fall behind. Um, let's, let's face it. If you don't have a great production, you're probably not going to get a lot of those five-star reviews. And if that doesn't go well, your marketing's probably going to have a tough time bringing in those sales. Everybody's got to be able to talk to one another. And that's why you need to get organized within your business now so that as you grow, you can be more successful. And there is only one company that this show trusts to make that happen. And that is our friends over at Leap. Folks, if you have not gone with the best CRM for contractors in the country, then you need to go take a look at them. Right now, we're going to put the, the web address right across the bottom of the screen. I would encourage you to head over there and check out what Leap can do for your contracting business. Um, we've used them even in our business, and we do media, everybody. That's how customizable this thing truly is. The stages that you're able to move your job through, anybody can do it. You can customize it exactly to your workflow so that you never have to worry about, hey, am I going to miss something? Is that automated message going to go out? Is something going to slip through the cracks so that my consumer doesn't have the best customer experience? Those are questions you're never going to have to ask with Leap whatsoever. You're always going to know there's transparency. Transparency between you and your customer and also between your back and front end of your office, your sales and your operations. You want that seamless process so you can consistently deliver a product day in and day out. Leap will make that happen for you, and I encourage you to make that switch immediately to the best there is in the game. So contractors, head over to the web address right across the bottom of the screen right now. You will not be disappointed, and I'm telling you, Leap will help you grow and scale your business faster than the guy down the street. So get with them today, but for now, enjoy the rest of that show. I love the la the lack of bureaucracy that there is with your organization. It is there's a family in need. Let's get this approved. Let's get them some money and get them through this time. Yep. This isn't like, hey, listen, let's set up a trust fund that they can tap into with interest in five years that pays out a thousand dollars. Listen, they need the money now. They're mm -hmm. in the worst time that they can have. I'd like to, you to talk to me about what goes through your head here, Christy. Okay, um, I'm sure it's there's been years where it's been tougher than others. Okay. COVID. Where, okay. <laughs> tougher than others for your organization, not only to make it, but the conversations you've had to have with families. Uh, you have to, oftentimes, you and the board, um, you have to have these personal talks with a family during their worst time. What's that conversation like? Is there a theme that you see throughout your, throughout the years of doing this? What's it like when Christy gets makes that call? Uh, well, one, I'm happy to make the call, but I'm always nervous because I'm a crier. And usually when I'm calling the family and I tell them, you know, hey, I'm so sorry to hear of the loss of your husband. Um, and I tell them about Construction Angels and what we do. And they just start crying and we tell them, hey, we'd like to send you a check for $7,000 on behalf of our construction industry. And we'd also like to offer grief counseling. They're crying. Now I'm crying, you know. And, um, and then I tell them about the scholarships. And we have their email information because it's been filled out. We keep them up to date on scholarships as their kids are getting older um, and just try to stay in touch. Now, we also tell them, choose your own grief counselor, one that you're comfortable with. And then once you know, when your time of need comes, because, you know, the dust will settle after this hell week that they go through, the dust will settle and they'll feel alone. And that's the time that they really need to reach out to the grief counselor and you know, you were there that one day at the uh, Orlando golf tournament when the family actually came. I said, hey, we're coming to Orlando. 
I'd like to give that check to you in person. And um, and we did, and we hugged, and we cried. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, crying is a definite. Yeah. Um, you're It's such a unique mix of emotions because you're, you're so sad for the, for the person that's in front of you. They don't deserve it. But at the same time, you're also helping them with a situation they don't deserve. I mean, how right. – no one deserves to lose somebody like – like that. No one. You should be able to always say bye to the person that you love, or you should be able to to tell them that last thing you wanted to tell them. And then not only are you burdened with the emotional side of losing somebody, but now you've got a financial side of this thing, Christy, too. Yep. And I didn't know about this until we talked about it today a little earlier off camera about these the payments you're doing for the grief counseling. Because I think that's so important not only to help them financially, but help them emotionally mm-hmm. get through this time that is so difficult for them. I'm happy to hear you're doing that's, that. That's really important. I'm, I'm a real emotional person, mm-hmm. and I don't even know the people that I'm calling on the other line. But, you know, I can hear their grief in their voices, and it touches me. And now, like I said, I'm the one in tears. But, you know, it's, it's rewarding. It's sad. Um, it's great that you're helping us get the word out so that people understand what we do. I mean, you talk about, you know, cancer awareness and raising awareness for veterans, you know, and, and that's a very, very familiar causes, you know, and there's a lot of charities also that benefit that, but there's one and only construction agents. There's one charity. Um, there's other people that do help out, you know, and they have their care programs like AGC has a care program. Um, and they take care of people also, but they also help us out. They support us. And um, it's because of, you know, donors in our industry. It'd be nice if, you know, other people knew. Teachers could donate, you know, kids. We want to actually get the message into the homes. You know, we want the, the wives to know. We want the Absolutely. we want everybody to know, even the cousins and brothers. And, I mean, think of how many people you know in construction if you were never in construction you have friends that work in construction everybody i bet everybody on this call can think of at least one person you know that they have related to them that works in construction yeah you you definitely can and we don't think about how dangerous it is Mm -hmm. to do what they do um because they they do a dangerous job so many people in the trades you know we think that there's all these safety precautions and yeah there are excuse me it's safer than it used to be that doesn't mean that they can't get hurt, that they can't be fatally, that something can't happen to them. You're right. Do you remember the famous um, iron workers in mm-hmm. New York? Not one of them had, you know, the... the, the Harnesses, oh, nothing. Yeah, nothing. None of the right equipment besides their hard hats. And they had their lunch boxes up there just sitting on an iron. How many feet up just swinging their legs? I look at that picture and I think, oh, my God, were you crazy? Uh-huh. But, yeah, our industry is pretty crazy we do some pretty dangerous things is the people are driving by and they're probably saying i don't want that guy's job i wouldn't want to be out there in the heat you know today i stood out in the heat for about three hours and you got to think about our construction workers and what they're doing and then after exhausting hours they're going to go home you know we want them to go home we do and i think you're absolutely you hit the nail on the head there where so many people pass by that business or that home and they look at the work being done on that home or they look at the work being done on that building and they go, man, look at those guys up there doing that work. I'm so happy that's not me. <laughs> All right. Um, you know, this show has been pretty outspoken against some recent laws that have passed that, in my opinion, have hurt those people here in the state of Florida and their ability to do work. Um, that's a story for a different day with the immigration bills and stuff. But what I look at there is I think, folks, if you've ever said that, 
and you're a teacher, you're in medical sales, you're in insurance, whatever, and you've ever passed by, that is dangerous work. Yes, and those slow people down. do those people yes, they do die. You you could be the one that ends their life if you yep. don't just do the right thing. You know, slow so. down in the job sites. Like everybody's in a rush these days. Like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna be five minutes late. You could have left ten minutes earlier, you know, to avoid that, but you're gonna get there. We'll all get there safely if we all, you know, slow down and just think. You, you see signs sometimes that says, my daddy works there. Yes. Slow down, my daddy works there. So, Or my mommy works there, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of women in our construction industry now. There are. And I want to talk about a little bit of, you know, the growth of Construction Angels and really what comes next. Um, I know that you're not one to sit around and do nothing. You know, you're nope. constantly moving and on the go. Um, you've been an inspiration to me and in your growth of the last couple of years, both personally and I know you've had to just conquer so much to be able to do what you're doing right now. I mean, you can't, you can't just sit around in your laurels, okay? <laughs> the fact is, is that even with what you do, you're fighting for a limited number of dollars that are going to charities. Right. And you have to fight for that money for your families. Right. Um, and so that's not easy. And I, I know that people think, well, there's just all these people looking to give money and tax write-offs. Yeah, 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 I get it. But there's a lot of other people competing for that money. So my question for you is, what comes next for the organization? How does the growth? You've what are you? Twenty four states. Twenty four. So the next thing now. is the next thing is the twenty fifth state, go. and the twenty seventh, and then the fiftieth. Yeah. So I want to be in all fifty states by the time I'm fifty. The board, the committee, our volunteers, you know, they're behind it. They have the same passion. Um, they really do, and and we just have an amazing group of people and following that are committed they're volunteers they just want to do their part to help us achieve our goals and like i said um you know we are in 24 states and we just had a las vegas golf tournament for example it was our first national fundraiser with john deere and working group and out of that the winners was cementec okay they they won one of the courses that we had and not only did they donate the money back, but now they're hosting a golf tournament in Iowa. So that's kind of how we've been growing. When we had our California golf tournament, United Rentals went there and they said, we want to do this in Arizona. And when I had one in Arizona, there was a guy that wanted to do one in Utah. So word of mouth in our industry, that's really how we've grown. And the big man upstairs, I have to say, um, people ask me if this was my passion, if this is what I wanted to do. And Honestly, I wanted to be a millionaire and um, own my own charity. I'm sorry, own my own construction company. But I feel like a millionaire, and I have my own charity in construction. And um, looking backwards, now I see all the building steps, you know, that the big man put behind me and how I got to where I am. So, How do you feel personally right now? How are you doing? I mean, because you now you have this organization that's growing. I'm sure you feel like you run a construction company at times. <laughs> um, it means you got to deal with more personalities. What's it like for, for Christy Gibbs now as compared to what it was maybe two, three years ago? Um, Great question. Christy Gibbs started this charity for the first five years, you know, running it by myself. You know, I had volunteers and committee members um, and help in other states. And then I had uh, Jennifer came on board and Love helped with, yeah. She's helped still around? With, yes. I know. I haven't, I haven't seen her in a while. She so. works out of Georgia. Yeah, Jennifer's. Yeah, we work out of our home, out of our homes. And um, 
So she handles our bookkeeping. She's actually Great. done a few events of her own now. Great. And um, so she's been with us for six years. And now I have a new Jennifer. We call her JB, uh, who's also in addition. So now we are the three Charlie's Angels. Love it. And um, so she just came on board in June. Her past uh, was also in road construction in, in Florida. So now we have three of us, and the rest are board of directors, and the rest are donors. We have state sponsors. We have national sponsors. Both of those can be found on our website, yep. um, and that's also helping us grow. That's like 100%. You know, when you have a golf tournament, there's expenses involved. Yeah. It's not just the cost, the cost of golf. It's food and beverage and the gift item and, and whatever. So yeah. we try to keep our expenses low but put on one of the best events that we can in each state. Well, you not only put on good events, you put on you put on the events that other people are unwilling to put on or just never think of, like, you know, what what is bass fishing and shooting tournaments and all sorts of cool stuff that, you know, most golf tournaments are part of it, sure. But I mean, we were at a clay shoot, I think, when I met you the first time. Right. And that was pretty good darn cool. Yeah, that was a National Utility Contractors Association of Southwest Florida. You have uh, Gil Bain, one of our national board of directors, mm -hmm. has their own offshore fishing tournament. That's so cool. Yeah, ever since COVID, we've kind of kept it outdoors, you yeah. know, just in case, you know, yeah. politically something ever came back. There we go. All right. Well, that's the last point I want to make on this is uh, when I want to talk about the lack of politics that you have, okay? And I think when people look at an organization that they want to give to, they want to align with the values of that company. And so what I can attest to, and I think you'll back me up on this, is there's no Republican-Democrat thing here, no liberal left or right or, you know, whatever people want to say. This is just families in need. Yep. And if you can't get behind that, regardless of your industry, then please don't watch the show. I assure you our values don't align. But just can you allude to that? Because I think that the people, when they give, they want to give to people. They're like, hey, this is my kind of people. Right. What kind of people is Construction Angels behind the scenes so that people can understand the organization? Um, we're a vast majority in, of you know different, different ethnic groups. Uh, all different ages. I thought for a while there I was in the, you know, in the job of hiring people that were retired. You know, when they started going to retirement, they say, I want to do something good like you. You know, I'd like to do something. Put me to work. Um, but, you know, speaking of, you know, statistics and um, we look at w how many people are killed. But let's look at w who our workers are that are being killed on the job. You know, it's not all your, you know white it's a lot of blacks it's a lot of hispanics and by the way we help out families that are killed on the job site so people usually ask oh if a weekend thing happened or if it was cancer or covid it has to be on the job site and we do not ship overseas we don't send money overseas if they're in another country however there's ways to avoid it if there's a gofundme you know they can set up the gofundme we can donate to the gofundme so that you know, if they did work in Venezuela or lived in Venezuela and that's where their family was, then we can send money there, you know. We've done that. Through GoFundMe. I've right, seen go you do that. GoFundMe, yep. I've been on the call with the, with the family who didn't speak English. Right. I was fortunate enough to have a client, shout out to ClaimPay in Miami. Yep. We were on site with ClaimPay and they were so kind. Uh, Carlos was there. Um, he probably doesn't remember this. A couple years back, I was just starting with them, probably about 18 months ago. And they were so kind. Carlos took his time, spoke Spanish, did the phone back yep. to me to be able to communicate with the mother who was back in Mexico, I believe. It was, maybe it was Guatemala. Yeah. Um, but that's such a special moment. So there, that, that's what I wanted to get across. This is not a matter of what side of the aisle you're on. 
These are just families in need that you're stepping up and saying, hey, we got your back. And for me, that's just a cause that should be worth supporting for everyone. Um, Let's talk about that, the final question I have for you. How can people get involved with your organization? Where do they go? um, And how does it work when they get there? Explain the process to me. Okay, so on our website, which is constructionangels.us, there's a donation tab that they can make maybe a one-time donation. Uh, They can make a monthly recurring donation. They could participate in one of our fundraisers in 24 states. They could sponsor it. Uh, They could just make a donation, you know, write a check or um, for their state, or they could donate to national. Uh, They could host a fundraiser. They could even volunteer, you know. Um, We are always looking for raffle prizes, you know, that, that helps us increase our money at an event if we have raffle prizes and stuff. So if there's any company out there that wants to even donate a raffle basket or tools or airplane rides or anything that they want, they can do it. We'll take it. Listen, I can't say enough good things about your organization. And I think there are people that are going to watch this episode, think they're going to watch it for three minutes and watch it the entire way through because of you and your organization. Um, Because what you represent is something that is right in this country and right in this industry and it should be applauded and it should be rewarded and people should know that it goes to something that's so so special thank Um, you and thank you for your volunteering and and putting on that one event i mean it happened and and it went well hey we did it we 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 raised about five thousand, and we did you know after expenses and everything like that so i like to think that was one family that hey if it was worth it for one family then it was it was worth it think think if everybody donated one dollar how yep. much money we could donate to a family, you know? So it doesn't matter how much the amount is. It's, you know, we work for every dollar. So it's important. And thank you very much for having me on the show. And thanks for all your participation and, and talking about the charity and getting, you know, getting the word out. Thank you. We will always talk about the charity. Throw me one of those things right there. You got that right there? I'll throw it to the camera. Let me see here, folks. Hey, folks, construction angels, all right? You need to give to this organization because... It's needed, all right? Um, these are families that need your help. Um, and I hope that you can empathize with the situation that they have, losing somebody that is special to their family, that is their breadwinner, that is the person they thought was going to come home, the husband or wife, the father or mother. Um, this is a real scenario happening every single day in this country, and it's the epidemic that is not being talked about. It's constructionangels.us. You know we'll have it in the description. I'd like you to go ahead and comment, though, okay? Tell me what you liked about Construction Angels. Tell me what you're going to do to help. And uh, we'd love to hear from you, the viewers, the listeners, um, about what you think about Construction Angels. Because if you're anything like me, you're completely impressed with this organization. So until next time, everybody, thank you for joining The Patrick Carr Show. And we'll see you very soon.